the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Do you understand? Do you? Do you? This is Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. You know, this is where we're living life like it matters. And you know, today is going to be a great day because we're going to talk about resilient minds. Matter of fact, we are blessed because we're going to have three gentlemen uh, with a company called Resilient Minds, uh, former law enforcement officers, and now they deal uh, in the mind. And it's fascinating because... You know, I'm a man of God first and foremost. Most of you know that. And so I eat scripture. I study scripture. I send it out uh, all over the world every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Uh, And if you want that, by the way, you can go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. Go down to the right side of the page. You'll see a button that says follow. Hit that button. Type in your email address. And every day, and I send it every day. Uh, you will get it as soon as I upload it. But, you know, God the Father is uh, Abba, Daddy. He's our creator. Uh, we are all creatures of God. Every single human being is a creature of God, but not every single human being is a child of God. Uh, and so you got to understand that only those who call on the name of Jesus, that's what the Bible says, uh, is a child of God. And even Jesus, when he walked this planet, said to people, your father is the devil. And so the Bible, you know, God the Father knows us well. You know, I was just on on the phone with my friend Adrian Lyles uh, with the Pool Network, you know, where he basically uh, works to dis, uh, disavow the construct of race. And he was talking about right-handed privilege. You know, he's being facetious, you know, farcical, if you will, about, you know, all this privilege, people under privilege. And he's like, hey, you want to talk about a big privilege, right-handed privilege? And he's right. Everything's made for right-handed people. And I have four children. Uh, I, have a, I came from a family of seven. Uh, I am a family of six. Uh, and there is only one left-handed person in all of that, all 13 of those, and that is my son, Beniah. And early on, I attempted to get my son, Beniah, to use a different hand, even though naturally, innately, he's left-handed. But, and, and I realized what was going on. I was working to make things easy on me. And I felt guilty about it. Don't you hear what I said? Whoops. I was working to make things easy on me by making them easier on him because then I wouldn't have to deal with the flack, the fallout, all that. And see, I came to the realization that that was so selfish. That was all about me. And even though it would be adversity to my son, Beniah, he would have to learn a little differently. He'd have to work a little harder He'd have to do some of this and some of that to, to overcome. It, it's going to make him a better person. And see, today we're going to be talking about that because, 
Dr. Viktor Frankl said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. And you got to realize what he's talking about. He's talking about attitude. See, our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so the good Lord told us to hold our tongue. The good Lord told us to focus only on those things that are good and pure. The good Lord told us uh, to, to uh, focus, uh, uh, to con- keep your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, to guard your heart for all the issues of life come from there, to, to not hold a grudge, to forgive, uh, to let go of the past. Why would God the Father tell us all these things? Because he knows how we're made. He knows how we're made. There's a study of epigenetics. You should look it up. Dr. Caroline Leaf has done a lot of work. And she says that roughly 87% of illnesses can be attributed to our thought life. 87% of diseases are psychosomatic. Wow. That's study. Studies conclusively link more chronic diseases, what we know as lifestyle diseases, to an epidemic of toxic proportions in our culture. And these toxic emotions cause all kinds of problems, migraines, hypertension, strokes, cancer, uh, skin problems, diabetes, infections, allergies, right? And all the marvels of modern medicine, all the research we've done, right? And the battles in the mind. God tells us that, the battles in the mind. He's our creator. He knows our struggles. Why do you think he's told us almost 400 times in the good book to not fear, to not worry, do not do that. Why do you think in Romans 12, 2, we're told to transform our thinking, to not conform to the thinking patterns of this world? And this world wants to make everybody a victim. And, you know, boy, you can take people and they can take anything in life. Like my son, I could call Benaiah could be a victim because he's left-handed. Or, you know, we were born pretty poor. You know, I was born a poor black child. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> he got my boy, right? My skin is pretty pasty white. Not as bad as John's, but pretty close. But, you know, I'm a white guy. But yet my last name is black. And we were white trash. We were the only white people in the projects. We were poor. Herman Cain said, there's a difference between poor and poor. Amen. He said, one's a, one's a bank account number. Uh, one's a mental state. Uh, and we were poor. I mean, the mental state one. Uh, we, we were. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. You know, Dr. Viktor Frankl came up with the concept of logotherapy, and it's all about man's will to meaning. See, once you understand all, how all this works, see, Dr. Eric Byrne, who's the father of transactional analysis, told us that there's a stimulus and response, and together we call that a transaction. It's the basis of communication. That's what communication is. There's a stimulus. Someone says something or does something, and we respond. Now, here's the key. The stimulus does not dictate the response. Did you hear me? The stimulus does not dictate the response. Here's what happens. Because our mind is six times faster than we can talk, what we do is we go to what we know, right? Uh, The Bible says a dog returns to his vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to a mire. You know, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair because we go to what we know. We go to what we know. And so when someone says something or does something to us, we don't respond to that. Remember, our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And we have the three channels that we all learn in. The visual channel we learn by seeing. The auditory channel we learn by hearing. 
or the kinesthetic channel we learn by doing or feelings. And so what happens when someone says something or does something, we automatically go to those three channels. We see something from our past, or we hear something or say something about our past, or we feel something, a condition, a a feeling, whatever it is, based on our past. And then based on that, we respond. You see, we're not responding to what the other person said or did. We're responding to our narrative about what they said and did, about the why of what, why they did what they did, about what does this mean about me, about, you know, women have always treated me as poorly, and here's this woman telling me that I did this, or men have always done this to me, or white people have always done this to me, or black people have always done this to me. See, it's all patterns of thought. And that's really today what we're going to go into. Because we're lacking today is resilience. And what is resilience? Resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. It's toughness. The ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape. The power ability of a material to return to its original form. And see, we were given the ability to critical think. We were not given the spirit of fear, but of power and of sound mind. And what we got to return to is the sound mind. And that's what today's radio show is about. And today we're going to be joined by three gentlemen who are involved with an organization called Resilient Minds. And they all have a law enforcement background. Two of them are retired police officers. One of them is a retired uh, attorney general, I think a deputy attorney general. Uh, looks like they're all out of New Jersey, so they're all East Coast men, East Coast boys. So uh, uh, getting a little little twang going a little bit today, but I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, duly noted, that's right. And so you're going to have a great show. There's going to be three men they are going to share with you the power of the mind and how we are to be resilient in our minds. So I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Use your head, man! I don't know. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dinesh D'Souza can teach you a thing or two. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. 
Where have we heard that before? Well, the first time I really heard it was during the hostage crisis. Remember? Uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, in which this superpower, America, is just being humiliated day after day after day. Well, those days are here again. The Dinesh D'Souza Podcast, available on SalemPodcastNetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are heard. Brighten someone's day with the free e-card from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. There's one for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, or just to let someone know you care. CrossCards.com is a division of Salem Media Group. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. I suggest in the strongest possible terms that you start telling us what you know. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And this is your hour of power where you get to be under construction. You know, that's what every leader sign should be, under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And it really is about what goes on between the stimulus and the response. Uh, You know, it's our choices in life. That truly dictates how people remember us at the very end. Uh, and uh, today we're blessed because I got three gentlemen going to join me. They're with a company called Resilient Minds. Uh, they all have a law enforcement background. Two of them are retired police officers. One of them that looks like a retired uh, prosecutor, uh, assistant attorney general in New Jersey. So uh, all dealing with crime and uh, repercussions and all that, co- um, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, the conduct that's going on right now and how we treat police officers and the mindset and the battle and the narrative, all that is all about what's going on between the stimulus and the response. And so let's go ahead and get busy because we got some gentlemen that want to share some great information with you. Uh, let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Michael to Like It Matters Radio. Michael, how you doing, my friend? Hello, Mr. Black. How are you, sir? You know, I'm in the hands of God, like you are, brother, like you are, right? <laughs> Absolutely, every day. So uh, I spent a lot of time on your website. Very, very impressive, Michael. Uh, you've, you've done some good things. Thank you. And, you know, I'm, I'm an etymologist by trade. You know, words have value. The right word at the right time will change someone's life. And, you know, we deal in a world today where we're, we're all speaking the same language, but we're using a different dictionary. Right. I mean, uh, pro-life or pro-choice, we can call all kinds of bills that are terrible bills, put a good name on it. And you think the bill's good. So we play with words all the time. So let's let's start with this word resilient, uh, because I love words. And what does it mean to you? What does the word resilient mean to you? Well, it's it's not only bouncing back. It's also bouncing back and forward. 
And, and the words that, you know, that I like to use is raising self-awareness so you can better self-manage. And I think that's a, a, good, a good definition of what resiliency is. And, and we work in the pre-boom, you know, pre-events stage of things, giving people some of the tools mm. to make sure that they have the coping mechanisms because, you know, things are going to happen in life no matter what they are, whether it's yeah. death, illness, shame, family issues. You know, we always say life is happening when you're making other plans. Yep, amen. Amen. And, you know, we hear all the T-shirt slogans, you know, it's not what happens to you that matters, it's what happens in you. You know, uh, life, you know, the the ship on a, a stormy sea, you can't control the wind, but you can adjust yourselves. We, we have all the pretty sayings, all the pretty uh, positive quotes and all that. But one thing to say it and to know it, and another thing's to live it. And you have a you have a military background, right? Uh, tell us a little bit about your background with the. I'm sorry, military. I'm sorry, a law enforcement background. Tell me a little bit about your law enforcement background. Yes, uh, I started when I was actually 18 years old. I got out of the academy when I just just before I turned 20 years old. So, you know, I started. You know, I started very young in my career. I'm I'm still a young man now. I'd like to think. <laughs> as much as, uh, as as much as I'd like to think that, but uh, we'll ask yeah, your wife. No, we'll I, ask your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, Go ahead, sorry about that. Uh, yeah. No, not at all. Not a. So you know, with that being said, I uh, I became a police officer twenty at you know twenty years old. I was out in the street. I was doing my mm-hmm. things, and um, you, you, you know, you get into that daily grind. Daily grind, and uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I always say it's. The things you go out there, you're, you know, nobody's calling you because you're, you know, they want you to come over and have dinner because you're, you know, they, they call you when they've lost <laughs> control of their lives. And, uh, yep, you know, yep. w- with that being said, we go there and we try to handle the situation. But um, I did 25 years of that. And uh, through my, you know, through my process and everything like that, I also, you know, became into more of the business mind. Yeah, I, I like to consider myself a compassionate, visionary entrepreneur along with, you know, a retired police officer and so forth. So uh, mm-hmm. as, time, as time went on, I retired after 25 years, and I became, uh, you know, one of the things that New Jersey had implemented was uh, 16 hours of a uh, mandatory uh, resiliency program that every police officer in New Jersey would have to go through. So with that being said, after my retirement, I was approached by my county prosecutor, and he said, listen, I'd, I'd like you to come on and, and be our chief resiliency officer for our county. So I, I thought that was a, a pretty good thing because something I always wanted to do was help. And that's why I got into the profession that I got into. So I, I became a, um, a, a what we call the chief resiliency officer for the county, went to a lot of trainings, met people from all great people from all over the country. And um Really didn't I know that I was practicing resiliency for a good portion of my career, but more importantly, I learned so many different things and so many different changes just by, you know, just by changing the trajectory of things. And one of the things, Mr. Black, that I I can't even tell you how important it is, and and this is is my mantra, if you change your mind in life, you, you actually change your life. And, and that's so, so very important because when it, it, it's a lot harder, it's a lot you know, harder than I, I'm just saying it because it's very hard for yep. somebody to change a thought process. But yep. the one great thing is resiliency can be learned. 
And that's where neuroplasticity comes in. And that's where we have gotten gotten into the brain science a little bit with some of our doctors and really have changed the neurons in the brain to be able to really, really focus on not not only the brain, but also how we can everything that we've learned from kindergarten to first and second grade, we can reapply to our lives to make it that much better. Well, and you have to. See, the key is people have to know the underlying why. So I teach a lot of the brain sciences because you got to know how we're made. And the problem with most people is they can consciously say they want to change, but we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously, maybe 10 to 11% for a self-actualized person. And so if you're going to make any lasting change, you must follow the rules of the unconscious mind, the unconscious brain. Uh, and that's why I teach a lot of that. And that's why epigenetics, you know, Dr. Caroline Leaf's work, uh, Bruce Lipton's work in biology belief that basically we're a community of 300 trillion cells all driven by our environment. And the ultimate environment is in our head. Uh, because I saw you got a beautiful wife and I always tell people this, that it doesn't matter who we share our bed with. We all have to sleep with ourselves. Uh, and what sure. happens between the stimulus and the response uh, is really what what dictates who we are. And you, you know this, more police officers die from their own gun than from someone else's guns. Uh, the the uh, rate of abuse, the rate of divorce, the rate of uh, PTSD, so high with law enforcement officers, even before all this BLM crap, even before all that, uh, there was still all this. Now you got you, cops go out there and they uh, they don't know if they're being ambushed. They don't know if they're friend or foe. They don't they don't know anything. And so I just think what you're doing as a retired police officer uh, is, is phenomenal. Now you started this company, so you, you're you're the founder of this company. So I, I know it. Well, you're a business guy. I was on your website and saw you do real estate stuff and all that. You you are a business guy. But there's there's more to that here than just business. You really believe in what you're doing, and you have a great group of people around you. But So what do you love the best about what you do, Michael? What's the best thing that you enjoy about what you do? I love what I do because I'm doing what I love, and, and that's exactly every day when I, when I get up in the morning. It starts with one word, and that's purpose. If you don't have purpose in life, you don't have true meaning in your, in your life. So really and truly, meaning and purpose is what drives me, is what drives the bus. Yeah. It's, it's my family. It's Amen. my mom and dad. You know, it's, it's, God. it's God first and foremost. And, you know, obviously yeah. with that, my wife, my business partner, and this team, this team we consider family. And, and I always love yeah. to use this analogy. You know, when you change your mind, you change your perspective. When you change your perspective, yeah. you change your actions. And, and these are the things that you have all like-minded people that want to get together for one common purpose, and that's just to help one another. And that's basically the yep. vision that where this started from, is helping those on the front lines help themselves and others. Now, we learned after COVID that front lines has a whole different meaning now. You know, front lines yeah. is the yeah. grocery store worker, <laughs> is, the, yep. is the mother or the father teaching at home. It, you know, they're, they're, they're yep. trying to do whatever they possibly can. So to give that hope and that perspective and then resources and the positivity and all that other good stuff that comes with Resilient Minds, that's, that's really what we're all about. And, and I always say this, oh. uh, you know, I tell the team all this, you go to the gym and you work from the neck down. How many times do you go and you really work from the neck up? And, and that's, yep, that's so really and truly that's, that's important for our, you know, it's important for our body. 
Well, and what God tells us, God's our Father, He's our Creator, and anybody that creates something knows how it works best. Uh, and God tells us the battles in the mind uh, to not be to not be deceived, to to beware of false prophets, to to test this and test that, to live and examine life, to to not hold on to the resentments of the past. So God knows us as Father, as Abba, Daddy, uh, and uh, just like a good father is going to teach his kids what to do and what not to do, not because they're mean, not because they want something from them. Because they want the best from them. And I know we're going to be having Bill join us afterwards. Uh, and one thing I want to have Bill address, because we're getting ready to go to hard break, is the group. I was, I was fascinated by the group concept, because I work one-on-one with people and clean them up. But it's fascinating how you uh, talk about the groups, how you go into companies, how you go into organizations. And you teach this as a community. You teach this uh, collectively, which I find fascinating. So uh, I know Bill's right there with you. After the break, we'll bring him on, and I'll have him kind of start with that, and we'll move from there, okay? Absolutely. And, and people can find us if, you know, through your website or you know, anything that we can do to be of assistance. Yeah, and we will uh, we will promote you guys. I'm I'm really happy to promote you guys. You guys are doing good work, and so I don't think we're competition. I think there's enough uh, people out there needing help that we can all be busy enough, you know. So uh, I am Mr. Black. Today we're talking about three gentlemen from a great company called Resilient Minds, uh, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Always bet on black. There is not any man like him anywhere in the world. All in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Holiday guests can stress out your home. Get ready with help from Air Mechanical. Make sure the heat stays on with a furnace tune-up now. A new tankless water heater will ensure you don't give your relatives the cold shoulder. Have Air Mechanical's plumbers do a preventative drain cleaning. AMI's electrical pros can install outdoor lighting for safety in the dark, plus a garage heater just in case you need an in-law escape room. Air Mechanical, your holiday helper. For the life of your home, visit This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. At the end of the year, we see a lot of heavy adult dramas hitting theaters. But what about family options this season? Well, we have a few. Ron's Gone Wrong is in theaters October 22nd. Then we get Clifford the Big Red Dog November the 12th. The animated Encanto arrives November the 26th. And Sing 2 rounds out the year on December 24th. All of these PG films are sure to be a hit for your entire family. For more information, reviews, and interviews, head over to theentertainmentanswer.com. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a 
deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. One of the ways you get street cred is victimhood. You can act like a man! Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today... We're adding a word called resilience, and uh, we are blessed because today we have three gentlemen uh, from a company called Resilient Minds, Resilient Minds, and they they basically deal in the battlefield of the mind, and so uh, I want to go right to the phone lines. Let's welcome uh, uh, Bill. Bill, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Good to be with you, Mr. Black. Glad to be with you. And hey, uh, Positive Michael, I, I want you guys to be able to plug what you do. Go ahead, real quick, how do people um, get a hold of you guys if they want to read up about you, reach out to you, have you come in? What's the best way for them to reach you? Uh, it would be uh, resilientminds.us. That's resilientminds.us. Okay, awesome. Uh, and, you know, I was on your website today. Very impressive. you got a great team there. Uh, you got great credentials on there. Uh, you know, but I was actually, I got to tell you honestly, I was the most connected to you, attracted to you. I, read, I attempted to go through everybody's resume, and oh, my gosh, like three and four pages. And then I saw Bill Mazur's, and it's like a paragraph or two. I go, that's my kind of guy, because I'm like Bill. That's, that's, that's a, it's a paragraph right there. But uh, I love it. You two are a retired police officer, correct? That's correct. So uh, 25, 30 years, how long did you spend in the uh, law enforcement, LEO? Yeah, so I grew up sort of in a, in a law enforcement family, a public service family. My father did 40 years in law enforcement. Uh, my wow. brother also served. Most of my siblings spent time in either education or medicine. So it's sort of in my DNA, I would, I would uh, venture to say. But I spent 25 years in law enforcement and retired in 2017 as deputy chief of police of my department, which was Atlantic City, New Jersey Police Department. Oh, wow, wow. And I got a lot of police officer friends. I've done a lot of training in the past with law enforcement. I work with PTSD, so uh, I've got a lot of friends. And I know the battle that you guys have and uh, the the mental battle, the battle with PTSD, with uh, all kinds of trauma. You guys see things and experience things that I don't think the human mind was meant to process. And so you automatically had a background because I know a lot of my friends talk about four pillars uh, of resilience uh, a lot in law enforcement training. They do work on that a lot. And so I noticed here that now you work for Acadia Healthcare as well, a strategic account manager, but you have a background uh, in HR uh, and you have a background in dealing with safety personnel and first responders and their families who may find themselves in personal crisis as a result of mental health. So you've automatically always been drawn to the mental health aspect of it. Is that is that fair to say? It is, yeah. You know, spending 25 years in a in a dynamic police department, uh, you get to see quite a few things, and you so eloquently put just just uh, a few moments ago. Uh, I don't think the general public really understands the depth 
um, yeah. of the of what the repetitive exposure to trauma can do to individuals. I mean, look, I, yeah. I don't know of any first responders who sign up um, because they want to experience trauma. They don't sign up for anxiety, depression, or post-traumatic stress. I would venture to yeah. say 99.9% of them sign up because they want to do good. They want to help people. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. part of the job is seeing things that are not normal in the process, as you eloquently put. Yeah, it's a trauma. I look at the stats, and like I said, I have a lot of friends who are law enforcement officers. So, this, this one thing I like to do is personalize it. You know, yeah, you might put on a a, a uniform and hair a badge and have lights on your cars and pull people over and this and that, but you're a living, breathing human being. Uh, God made you the same as He made all of us. You still have trauma. You still have drama. You still have family issues. You still have self self esteem issues. You're a normal human being. You still want to love and be loved. You want to know you matter. I mean. I don't know where we started making police officers these non-human creatures. They're, you're still police officers. And so that's why I think it's great what you all are doing. And I'm very impressed, and I, I want to help you guys be successful. Uh, and one thing I wanted to address with you while I got you on the phone is I noticed you guys work a lot in groups and community where you, you talk about how you establish these things in a community, the ability to overcome, to handle stress, to to grow from all these events. Uh, is that a big part of what you do? You go into companies, you work with companies and environments. What What's the main part of what you do? What What's your preferred way to work? Yeah, great question. So here's what we found. Originally, this program, our initial exposure to it was sort of a, a law enforcement first responder focused. Um, paradigm around these principles, but what we quickly yeah. realized was this really has very little to do with law enforcement or first responders specifically. Yeah. It has everything to do with humanity. So what yeah. we said was these principles easily transcend this profession. This is applicable yeah. to every person. Who couldn't use yeah. more emotional yeah. control over the responses? Who couldn't use yeah. more uh, empathy for their fellow citizen, right? I mean, we, we saw yeah. that you know, virtually vanish uh, before our eyes in 2020 with everything that was going on around yeah. our world with yep. COVID and, and, and political and social unrest. So we saw now uh, the need more than ever for communities everywhere, regardless of who you are, your socioeconomic status, everyone could use yep. more resiliency and how to, how to better deal with adverse events in your life. I mean, we always use this soundbite. It's really about developing self-awareness so you can better self-manage. That's simply it. Yep, yep. And those aren't just words. It's absolutely critical. We, I call it emotional intelligence. You know, the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, directed to the right person in the right way. And this is not easy, but it's transformational. Uh, and that's the key. You know, we are called to be the stewards of our experience. And, and once people realize how they work, how their mind works, then they realize that they're in charge. Technically, no one can make you anything. No one can make you angry. No one can make you bitter. No one can make you shut down. You have to participate. Yeah, they can do something. They can have a stimulus. But the way you explain that stimulus to yourself, the way you go into victim mode or that you're defensive mode, that really dictates your response. Not what they did, but your explanation, your narrative in your own unconscious mind about why they did what they did, how they did what they did, and what it says about you. That's really what we're responding to. Uh, and so I think it's fascinating that you're teaching this in group form. I, I do intensive 
uh, and I do 12 people at a time only, and it's, it's life-altering. 48 hours, that's the toughest thing most people ever do. And I get law enforcement officers that say, you know, uh, man, I was never intimidated by anything non-civilian until I met you. And But real quick, while I got you on, I, I want you to talk about the PERMA model. You know, I was reading your curriculum, and again, uh, this is on resilientminds.us, a great organization. Highly encourage you uh, uh, to hire them, to reach out to them. Uh, you guys, I was reading, you said the Resilient Minds Training Program adopts many of the principles established in the PERMA model. Can you speak about the PERMA model? Sure. So without a deep clinical explanation, uh, this is based on the teachings, really the founding father of positive psychology, which is Dr. Martin Seligman of the University of Pennsylvania. He developed many of these principles, and that PERMA model comes from him. It basically talks about the foundational components of this, which is the physical, the spiritual, the social, um, and the mental, right? That's where all yep. of this comes yep. from. There's, there's a pretty deep clinical explanation, which I won't go into, but it's, it's basically yep. the foundation of what we're talking about. But here's what I could tell you. You put it very well just a few moments ago when you were talking about self-victimization, right? Uh, yep. We talk a lot about that. And, and, and here's a really interesting way on how we can break the self-victimization model with self-talk. And here's how, yep. it, here's how it goes. So in other words, resilient people, essentially, they don't ask themselves, why is this happening to me again? Yep. Or why do I have bad luck? They simply switch it, the perspective, and they say, what is this person or this event trying to teach me? Okay? And those are powerful words. When you really start to peel back the layers of that, it really gets you in the mood where you say, look, Regardless of the event, positive or negative, traumatic or adverse, if I can learn something from this and I can figure out, is there a lesson from, from above that's trying to come down to teach me? You can change your perspective. And going back to what Michael said previously, if you can change your perspective, you can change your actions. It changes the whole trajectory of your life. So we really, oh, really delve yeah. deeply into that. Well, and again, this is where you know, I'm first and foremost a man of God. I'm a pastor as well, and that's Romans eight twenty eight. You know, God causes all things to work for the good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And so once you realize that we serve a good God and he's a good father, uh, that everything we go through is to make us more like his son, Jesus Christ. So it's called the, the process uh, is sanctification, where God uses the unfairness of life and uh, the, the terrible things of life to shape us to more to be like his son, Christ. And, and part of that is to turn the other cheek. Part of that uh, is to not take things so personal, to get rid of the spirit of offense. And, you know, you're probably... Your probably biggest obstacle, Bill, would you say, is that society, America has become a society of victims. We, we get our DNA tested to see what percentage of a victim we are. And so that's a big, that's a big order for you guys, correct? Absolutely. It's something that we really delve deeply into. And it's not our opinion, by the way. This has yeah. uh, you know, everything to do with science and brain science, yep. neuroplasticity, yep. as well as physiology of emotions and how people put those emotions in the thoughts and thoughts turn into actions. There's a direct linear link with all three of those things. And if you can sort of interrupt them and put them on a different path, it's life-changing, my friend. Absolutely, absolutely. And we are friends and brothers, and uh, we're in the same field, and the field and the field that we're in uh, is life. Uh, we're helping people become more of who God created them to be. And, you know, George Bernard Shaw was once asked, you know, if he could go back and live his life all over again, who would he be if he could be anybody else? And he said, I'd be the George Bernard Shaw I could have been. 
And he was talking about living to his full potential without the fear, without the doubt, without the limiting belief systems that we all carry from our past and our future. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking to three fine gentlemen. Uh, they uh, are with a company called Resilient Minds, and you can reach them at resilientminds.us. Uh, and they're changing the world by changing the way people think, one person at a time, one group at a time, one company at a time. So, Bill, we're going to heartbreak. Thank you so much, and God bless you, my friend, okay? Thank you, brother. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. All right, we'll be back with our last guest after the break. You have stolen my dreams, my childhood, with your empty words. How dare you? This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike as they'll be discussing an often overlooked piece of the puzzle, asset location. Making certain your investments and portfolio strategies are in the right accounts means more money in your pocket and your accounts. Alan Mike will tell you how to put the pieces to your puzzle together with solutions and strategies. Make sure you tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570, or call them right now at 855-231-6010. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit Crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more, the intersection of faith and life, Crosswalk.com the division of Salem Media Group. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. You are still not mature enough to tell it like it is. Why don't you knock it off with them negative waves? 
Oh, John, John, John. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. And today we're adding a fourth word, and that is resilient. You know, the battle is in the mind, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I've been doing this radio show for almost seven years, and I keep telling you that the battle is in the mind. And what's so cool about the company that's joining us today, ResilientMinds.us, is they understand. See, they're warriors already. Uh, law enforcement backgrounds, retired police officers, retired attorney general. Uh, you know, and so they went from the battle on the streets. Uh, and the whole time they were fighting the battle in the mind as well, to now teaching others uh, how to fight the good fight, as Paul would say, to, I ran a good race, I fought the good fight. And if you're going to do that, you need to spend some time between the stimulus and the response. And so let's go to our, our final uh, guest, and uh, he's the big dog. We saved the big dog for last. Uh, we got the CEO of this great organization called Resilient Minds on the front lines. Let's welcome Robert to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Robert? Hi, Mr. Black. How are you? Pleasure and honor to be here. Uh, I appreciate that. I'll pay you a lot later for that. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, uh, so you have a law enforcement background, too, but you, you've a uh, little bit different than the two before you. You've actually been in the uh, prosecutor's office, the attorney general's office. Tell us a little bit about your past, if you don't mind. Yeah, I've, I've been a career prosecutor 25 years. So um, I started at the county prosecutor's office. I did uh, homicides, sex assault investigations and prosecutions, um, too many hand-to-hand sales I want to remember and, and prosecuting those. Yeah. Um, worked my way up to the Attorney General's office, uh, started in 2004 there uh, in corruption, investigating allegations of official misconduct um, involving public servants, uh, and then wow. 2011 transitioning to training uh, and uh, and ultimately becoming Deputy Chief, Chief, and Deputy Director overseeing the uh, the Prosecutor Supervision and Training Bureau. So all training wow. that law enforcement took in New Jersey, um, I was responsible for creating uh, prosecutors as well. Um, so, you know, topics like bias, implicit bias, um, use of force. I was a use of force expert, uh, CED, less lethal platforms uh, as well. Um, as Deputy Director, I retired in June of this year as Deputy Director I oversaw the prosecutor and training bureau, the prosecutor side. There's 21 county prosecutors in New Jersey. They report to the AG. They reported to me. I reported to the director and then the AG. Um, I also oversaw the cyber bureau. Um, so ICAT cases, wow. uh, unfortunately, too many of those. Uh, and uh, yeah. uh, and financial cyber crimes, ethics liaison officer. What brought me here to Resilient Minds, chief resiliency officer for the state of New Jersey, bureau securities cases and homeland security cases, to name a few. Wow. And I'll tell you, what you guys are doing, very impressed. When I was on your website, got lost for about an hour in there. I enjoyed it, really did. Uh, the background, like you just shared your background, impressive. And so now you're out there uh, in the battle. Uh, I, I think we're in the front lines right now because the battle's in the mind. You know, I'm looking at this article from yesterday, angry and disgusted. Train riders held up phones, didn't call 911 as woman was raped on Philadelphia train. I mean, it, it, yeah. You're seeing people shut down mentally. You see them pulling in with COVID and social distancing and staying at home and struggling with pornography and struggling with drugs and alcohol. I mean, you went from uh, the battle lines to the battle lines, right? I mean, <laughs> from going from one job to the next, correct? 
Yeah, basically from you know, from my beginning of my career to the end, from a management standpoint, yes. Um, from yeah. a line prosecutor all the way up to writing policy. Yeah, and now you're dealing with organizations. And so what, let me ask you, with, with you know Resilient Minds, and you're the chief operating officer, CEO, COO, correct? Yes, sir. Awesome. What, what, what do you think is your biggest obstacle in the way of what you guys are doing? What's the biggest obstacle? Um, well, my biggest obstacle, our biggest obstacle at this point is getting our curriculum in the hands of as many people as we possibly can to save as many lives, marriages uh, as we can. Um, I mean, you, I, I'm very impressed with your work you're doing as well. And you probably have the same the same philosophy, right, which is. Um, the more that we can, the more that we can actually meet, the more that we can actually um, get our get our curriculum and get them get them some tools where at least they have a chance yeah. uh, where they don't go down that long that long dark road. Um, that's that that's what we're all about, and literally that's that's the biggest challenge. Um, we're we're picking up traction as we go. We're, we've been in we've been in Texas, we've been in Georgia, we've been we're going to be in Illinois, we're going to be in Nevada. Um, New Jersey, obviously, which is kind of our home base. Um, but we, we, we really believe um, that this curriculum, uh, and it's been proven to us, saves lives. And that's, that's the biggest challenge. Oh, well, and I'm going to help you guys do that because uh, I believe there needs to be more warriors like you on the front lines. And I was reading about the Resilient Minds Training Program is a life-changing program that is based upon the basic concepts of positive psychology. And at the end it said, with a roadmap to change the culture within the organization surrounding behavioral health issues. And I want to address this yeah. one comment you guys have on your website. It says, the curriculum focuses on the impact of operational and organizational stress the effect of trauma and life experience on employee attitudes, holistic employee health strategies, and enhancing interpersonal community relationships. I mean, that's what you're talking about. You're changing organizations. What type of organizations uh, is a good fit for what you guys are doing? Well, um, obviously all first responder organizations, but to be honest with you, all of them. So this, this applies in the corporate setting. Uh, this applies. We, we, we've actually done pilots and done our curriculum with uh, high schoolers, um, and high schoolers have gotten a benefit out of this. Um, teachers, um, our curriculum is broad enough that, it, um, and Bill, I was listening to Bill um, talk, where it actually affects everyone. The difference, actually, and, and one of the things which great, is great about our curriculum is we don't change the curriculum when we present it to different groups. We just change the instructors. We have close to um, 30 instructors now will be up to around 60 to 90 by, uh, by midpoint next year of instructors. And, and we cast a wide net. So if we have a training in a school, well, we bring educators in because some of the things, if you took our training, it's those, it's those me too moments. So let me explain that, right? Yep. Me too, meaning what happened, happened to me. Because when you're talking about trauma, yep. as you know, there is no egg timer in trauma. So things that happen to yep. your kid, I am my father's son, right? Um, yep. apply and, 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 it's, and, uh, and basically affect your lens from how you're interpreting things and activating events yep. um, all the way through to how you actually deal with people. Um, so those Me Too moments. So when we have law enforcement officers, for example, I work homicides. Um, I know one of my activating events, which is the sense of smell, that, that smell, a certain smell actually came from a homicide investigation that I was involved with where defendant kills 
toddler, six-month-old toddler, which is which is terrible enough. But then defendant lit the kid up, uh, doused the kid with gasoline, and lit him up in the fireplace. Uh, we were oh we were there, right? So you so you smell that smell. Well, when I smell certain smells, that activates yep. me. I'm right back in that yep. in that event, right? Um, and so actually. Yep teaching about understanding what your activating events are um, so you can actually change the way you do things. Now, sense of smell also can be a positive thing, right? Um, I'm, I'm half Italian. You wouldn't know it from my last name at Seafield, <laughs> but I'm half Italian. Um, so, you know, um, my, my, my grandmother would either sauce or gravy, depending on, on what, yeah. you know, how, how you interpret it, the, it very Italian with the, with the big wooden spoon, Every Sunday. Yeah. So when I cook that in my household, I'm now transferring myself back to the seven-year-old version of myself with my grandmother and grandfather who have since passed. Yeah. Um, That's and so, so it's cool. connecting those, right? It's connecting those yeah. dots um, that we talked yeah. about. And people don't get the mind is a sensory-based organ. Every single memory we have is stored in the five senses. Something we saw, something we experienced, something we, we heard, something we smelt, something we tasted. Uh, and, and people don't know this, but your olfactory sense uh, will create a state of mind quicker than anything else. It is the only of the five senses. Your olfactory sense does not go through a filtering process. It goes directly to the main part of your brain. Every of the other senses is filtered before it gets to the main part of the brain. But real quick. We're going to heartbreak. How do people get a hold of you? How do people change their life with resilientminds.us? How can they get a hold of you? It's real simple. Go on our website, resilientminds.us. Our full name is Resilient Minds on the Front Lines. Uh, we look forward to whoever calls. We will return the phone call because our mission literally is to save lives. Amen. I'm so so proud of you guys. So glad to know you. And just so you know, you got me in your corner. Anything I can do to help promote you, I'm here. You got my radio show. You got my training. You got everything I do. So uh, we're going to make it work. So God bless you, my friend. I'm looking forward to what God has for us as we move forward, okay? I appreciate it. Thank you. God bless. All right. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. This thing that we live in starves people. What idiot put you in charge? At a time when misinformation is all too common on social media, we take great pride in bringing you the news that matters, that impacts your family, news you can trust. Local broadcast journalists bring you the facts, covering the stories breaking in our community and across the globe. Text RADIO to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on local journalism. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Ringing liberty and truth. This is freedom. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.